Hey guys, spoke with Estelle Black today over at MedWorld Advisors about her experience managing the virtual data rooms on behalf of MedWorld's clients. Thought it was a really great conversation. Estelle has intimate knowledge of the data room process and how that works on behalf of clients, not only as a data collection and management tool, but as a marketing tool. Um, hope you enjoy it. It's definitely first-hand experience from somebody who knows what she's talking about. Legal team, podcast conversations don't necessarily reflect the views of BizNexus Incorporated. Everything you hear is informational news and updates from around the industry. We're not recommending any investments. We're not offering any investment advice. Be sure to do your own homework. Today is um, an intro chat. So Estelle, you work with MedWorld Advisors, Intermediary. You guys mainly focus in the middle market, healthcare, based here in Boston even though we're doing this virtually, maybe at some point we should actually start having some of these med world <laughs> presentations in person since the world's yeah. gotten back to normal. But yeah, I asked you to come on today for an exit prep session, basically on the, the VDR on the virtual data room, because mm -hmm. you know, exit prep again is just this program for first time sellers who might know, like you've heard of a virtual data room, but they don't know really what it is, what kind of data goes in, what role an intermediary plays. And I know that you are just quarterbacking all things data room with med world. So you agreed to pop on and just run through that with me for the exit prep session. So thank you. Yeah. Happy to be here. Thanks for asking. Appreciate it. All right. And we'll blame for about 20 minutes, but really we'll see where the conversation goes. Basically, I'd just love to cover when the diligence process really starts for the seller and what kind of information they should be compiling for whatever goes into that data room. And then really the role that an intermediary will play, like with MedWorld, if you guys can maybe speak to to one of your engagements anonymously, obviously just um, use that as, as a reference. I think that would be super yeah. helpful. But maybe if we could just start with the general outline, what is the VDR? How does the intermediary play a role there? What info goes in? And I'll just shut up and let you run with it. Sure. Yeah. Happy to go into it. So um, I guess to start a VDR, yeah, virtual data room, it's a tool that's used in the M&A process. And it's a couple different things. It's, it's a repository of information. It's also a living organism really that's used throughout the M&A process and what it holds really is the seller's information that's going to become important for a buyer during a transaction. So what's different about a VDR as opposed to let's say a Dropbox or even Google Drive is the level of security uh, that it has. So with a VDR there's more levels basically of data protection which is important in any industry, uh, MedWorld, as you mentioned, is a healthcare-focused uh, M&A advisory firm. And so we need those extra levels of data protection and confidentiality to adhere to some regulations within our industry. Additionally, a VDR is really important because it allows you to have control of who's entering the room. So who's seeing the information, not only who's seeing it, but when they're seeing it. And you have that visibility and that level of control, which is really important when you're working through an M&A process. So that's kind of what a, uh, a VDR is. And I guess I'll go into next, when is a good time to really start using a VDR? So yeah, I think just on that point, let's just chat about that yeah. for, for a little bit. So sure. you guys are using whatever software you're using, you don't need to disclose it, but there's a number of solutions out there for the VDR. Yes. And the main point that you're saying, you have a ton of people who are just throwing this stuff in the Dropbox. And Dropbox has some nice functionality with, mm -hmm. with security. But the VDR is typically something that the intermediary will provide for a seller, 
right? So the seller is not providing their own VDR. You at MedWorld, you're going to set everything up and you've got the whole process set, right? So you're yes. yeah, right. So we'll get to who you let in there, but when you're talking about security and tracking with the VDR, yes. that plays a big role, right? You want to see who's logging in multiple times because maybe that indicates, hey, they're really interested in the deal. Maybe who yep. popped in there for two seconds and you know hasn't come back. They just kind of ghosted the VDR. Well, maybe you deprioritize them. I think yeah. a, a, an intermediary. I know you are doing a lot of that, but MedWorld, mm -hmm. any intermediary, a good intermediary like MedWorld, we'll, we'll focus on that and try to use the VDR as a tool to assess the buyer interest on an ongoing basis once they're once they're in there. So yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Okay. So then you were popping into timeline or whatever your next yeah, step was. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think that, you know, aside from telling you what the VDR is, I just want to say uh, when is a good time to really start using a VDR. And so while there's not one specific time where you should start using a VDR, we like to start our clients earlier in the process and using one and building one. So we do some pre-due diligence work with our clients early on in the process, which kind of gets them into the exercise of what a VDR is, as well as what documentation is going to be going into the VDR. So first-time sellers, you guys maybe have never been through this process before, and you have no idea exactly what is going to be looked at by a potential buyer. And it could be anything at the end of the day. So what's important in an M&A process and what can kill an M&A process very quickly is time. So the earlier you start pre-due diligence process using an, a VDR, creating an internal VDR before a potential buyer even comes in, is going to save you time down the line because you're going to be gathering that documentation, engaging partners that you may need to in order to get the information that you need as well. So we always recommend that starting creating a VDR early on in the process and beginning that due diligence process earlier is going to just make you more successful later on. Yeah. And so I know you guys have a really regimented process for this, which you're on the front lines of. So, yeah. you know, at, at MedWorld, for example, you're probably going to be one of the first people who, who meets with a client and goes to that checkbox and mm -hmm. starts going through the information from, you know, from a gathering standpoint, like, like you're highlighting, but also like maybe that information is just not good enough. I mean, some of your engagements might be a few years before you're taking to market. So I think in terms of just fleshing that out and you know leading with what goes into the VDR, but then actually you know just digging through the information from there, this is a great process just to begin that conversation. Yeah. In doing so, you're really giving yourself more time, which is going to become important later on. And and whatever work you do now is time that you're going to save later on. So so starting earlier is always a good is always a good thing to do. Got it. So the seller engages with an intermediary. Ideally, the intermediary does have a structured process. So there's someone on the team like Estelle who will, will quarterback this and just you know, give a roadmap of, of what's coming. Then once you start opening up the, the VDR, what are the big items that are going to go in there? And then what are some of the other items that maybe MedWorld likes to put in either from a business representation standpoint or maybe a sales and marketing standpoint that will help you know position the business as, as well as it can be from within the VDR? Yeah. So I think at first I'll mention that there, there's different levels for who and when people are going to go into the VDR as well as what they're going to see. So uh, there's two levels. There's level one and level two. And level one is post NDA. So you've signed an NDA with this potential buyer, but pre LOI. So there could be multiple different potential buyers within the VDR at that point. You obviously want to have a VDR that can manage users in a way that they obviously don't see each other, or at least you will create separate portions of the room that they can all be going into. And then level two is post-executed LOI. So you have one potential buyer that you guys are heading towards, hopefully a transaction with, and they are now in the VDR. So 
in terms of the information that's going to be seen at those different levels, of course, it changes. I think for any first time seller, though, you should be under the impression that all of the information that you have on your company is subject to scrutiny at the end of the day, because one buyer might be interested in certain aspects of your business and another might be interested in some others. But you need to have all of that really ready. So some of those things, and this is definitely not an exhaustive list, financials are definitely key. So that can be uh, P&Ls, it can be forecasts, it can even be bank statements. Financials are obviously a huge part of what a buyer is going to be looking into. They're going to be interested in your corporate structure. So investors that you have, do you have a board? If you do have a board, are there board meeting minutes, even company bylaws, the whole gambit of your company structure. And then of course, vendors, suppliers, if there's regulatory or you know, clinical studies, at least in the the healthcare industry that, you know, those are important things for us as well. So in terms of things that can go into a VDR, it's really anything and everything. So it's best to be generally prepared to show any information that you have on your company because the potential buyer may be interested in seeing it. And so some of that information just went through like vendors and suppliers and customer data. Maybe you'll have that anonymized in that level one and then level two, you have the big reveal. Yeah. Especially in the case of if say it's a competitor of your company that's interested in potentially purchasing you, you don't want to necessarily give your secret sauces too early on in the process. So yeah, there's definitely some information that's redacted in a level one. And then once you get into level two, you will most likely have to start allowing some of that information to be shown, but but yes, absolutely. And so to, to clarify, if, if a seller engages an intermediary, you are doing all of this for them. Like you're setting up the VDR and they obviously have to give their blessing for any data that goes in there and, and presentation, et cetera. But once that's done, it's you and you're proving maybe with the seller's blessing who gets into the level one you know, VDR, or maybe that's just you without the seller's approval, but then level two, obviously you have to have a, a conversation with the seller. I guess with your role, you get people into that level one and they're probably asking for a lot of information that you don't want to give up. That's all managed by the intermediary. As a seller, if I'm working with an intermediary, with a good intermediary, you're pushing back on someone who's in that level one and they want to get the customer data. You're determining what is appropriate at what stage and you'll tell the seller what to do there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the advisor role, the intermediary role at the end of the day is a link between the buyer and the seller. And when it comes to the VDR, we are helping put together and manage not only what's going in. So we don't create any documentation, obviously, but we support in managing it and making sure that it's presented in a in an effective way. But we also do have the ability to decide who goes in, who sees what, and when at the end of the day. So yeah, the advisor has control of that and really takes that on for the seller. I mean, the seller at the end of the day has a lot of their own work to be doing in this whole process. And these kind of little details, we support them with those details. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's a huge value added thing for the intermediary, obviously, is being able to manage the day-to-day of your business while the intermediary goes off and does the intermediary's job with the data room with the transaction. Hey guys, so if you're not familiar with boosted profiles on BizNexus, you definitely should be. You have the ability to boost your profile as a user of BizNexus. And what that does is it boosts your profile directly into the user feed when anybody logs into BizNexus. It boosts it across listings by geographic territory or by industry niche. And then boosts also wind up in our newsletter, which goes out to thousands of recipients and gets distributed across social as well. So to do that, just check out your edit profile section when you're logged into BizNexus, boost it, and let us know if you have any questions. Aside from just the management of the VDR, maybe we can talk a little bit to how that's used as, as a sales marketing tool. The other side of the coin there with hiring an intermediary, I mean, you get 
to focus on your business while the intermediary is doing everything that needs to be done in the transaction. But it's also just the experience that someone like a MedWorld, right? If you're a healthcare company, MedWorld obviously has relationships with the buyers who might be interested mm-hmm. in a deal. But your experience with coordinating the interest, right? Coordinating the timing. So if you've got this VDR, it's something that you're going to tease. Hey, we're going to let you in. And then you obviously try to approach the buyers who are fit right off the bat. But then you bring them all in so that there's this coordinated interest. So they know that there are other people looking at the same data when they go to shape their LOI, they're gonna to put together the best competitive offer that they can for a deal that they might be interested in. That's a huge piece of what you do, of what any intermediary does. But with the VDR, that's a nice tool to, to help execute that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's easier to keep track as well as who's involved in that process. Cause I mean, everyone uses email, but things can get lost in there very quickly. And it's who has what and where is it? And that sort of thing. And a VDR just allows you to kind of streamline that communication and, and who is seeing what. And like you said, tell the story and you know push the process along in a constructive way. Yeah. And are there any documents that you put in there that help with that? I'm thinking like with the FAQ, right? So if, if you know there's something that might be coming up in the discussions with the business, good or bad, you have a chance to frame that conversation mm-hmm. in the VDR as an intermediary, you know, asking a question, putting in an answer. You're doing that as well in, in stage one. Yeah, absolutely. And at the end of the day, that's what helps to have uh, an intermediary or an advisor that's really tuned into the industry that you're in as well, because they can help you frame some of those things that might be, you know, bringing up questions on the buyer side and frame them in a way that ends up showing why you, the seller, are the right buy for them or something along those lines. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want to highlight that point. That's really something that a niche intermediary will provide, right? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you're focused on healthcare, so you know the universe of healthcare buyers and you stay pretty close to them with the industries and the ongoing contact. So ideally, you kind of know what they're looking for. And if there's a deal that has that, you'll be sure to highlight it, right? You know that if you know what these buyers are interested in, and the deal does have that, you'll bring that to the surface to make sure that it's not missed by those potential buyers. It's a, like with a niche intermediary, that's what you get. With a generalist, it's, it's very hard to accomplish. But with that niche intermediary for the right deal, that is something that's special in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's value added for, for you, the seller. At the end of the day, you want someone who, who understands your industry and where it's going and what opportunities there are, regardless of whether it's healthcare or anything else. It's definitely value added. Yeah. So the VDR is a tool for data collection, data presentation, but it's also a tool for sales and marketing. You manage it all. So you're basically managing everything at MedWorld because you're spearheading this whole <laughs> process and then you know, organizing the, the collection of data from there. That's great. So financials, suppliers, vendors, customers, maybe information about competition. If there's anything that you need to kind of explain through an FAQ, like seasonality or mm-hmm. you know, customer concentration or something that you want to have the, the first crack at explaining as an intermediary to frame that conversation, the, FA, the, um, the FAQ, the level one VDR room is a good place to, to start that process. Timeline. So I know it's different for every deal, but you do have like with lower middle market deals, that's typically what you guys are focusing on. You are trying to do a coordinated like IOI to LOI and you have a time frame where you're opening this thing up and then you're pushing it to LOI. So you're drumming up that interest in a period of time with bookends, right? You are doing that with a VDR? Yes. And I guess, like you said, it's different for every case at the end of the day. So I can't tell you it's going to be one month in or two months in that you open it to potential buyers, whatever it is. It really depends on the specific situation. But the VDR itself, even just internally along, you know, with the advisor and with the client, the seller, 
you can start the VDR as soon as possible and have that already building before you even get to that point of having a level one and of course a level two enter into the VDR. We can start building it as soon as we really engage with you because at the end of the day, the effort that you put in now is only gonna help you later on. Yeah, mm -hmm. really interesting. And then once it's open up, you can structure the conversation internally and with the seller according to the activity that's taking place in the VDR. So if someone is, there's a right. buyer who's downloading the list of competitors or, or opening and, and looking at the list of anonymized competitors over and over and over again, you know that might be somewhere where you wanna start the conversation when you get that buyer on the line. Absolutely. And even later on in the process, you know, we as advisors can help shape the data room so that the information is disseminated to the buyer in a way that's effective for them too, because they're going to be coming in with their own questions, their own ideas, and the way they want to see the information. And we can help support that as well later on in the process. Yeah. And put together a valuable conversation in a limited amount of time because we're all very busy. So that's yes, great. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Well, I know how busy you are, Estelle, uh, so I appreciate you taking the time to come on and do this. I think it's going to be really valuable for the sellers going through exit prep and really anybody else who's just interested in this topic in a VDR. Yeah. Anything else? We're going to put your contact info. If you're watching this in a video, it'll be below the video. If you're listening on the podcast, we'll throw it in the podcast notes. But anything else in terms of, of how to find you, how to reach you, anything you want to throw in there before we close it out? Uh, yeah, MedWorld Advisors is on LinkedIn. We are MedWorldAdvisors.com. And like Adam said, we're focused on the healthcare industry, but any questions that you might have uh, surrounding this, I, I do know a little bit about it if you had any questions. <laughs> yeah, day in, day out. This is what you're quarterbacking. That's why I asked you to, yeah, to come on exactly. and explain it. So thank you. I appreciate it. All right, Estelle. Yeah, happy to be we'll here. Close out with that. Have a great All right, day. Thanks, Adam. Bye.